Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. How are you, Hector? I'm doing fantastic, but how are you, Ben? Okay. (laughs) So, I'm not that great. I went to pick up my car today from the shop and uh, hit the whole, because someone had smashed the back in when it was parked. Anyway, um, I was really happy because I finally got my car working again. And uh, And when I arrived here... How long did they have that? They had the car for like over two weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. (laughs) Three weeks they had your car. Right. So I just got my car back today and I drove it into into the parking lot here to come to work because I work here. I teach at LMC and um, there was a screw lying on the ground, I guess, and I uh, burst my tire. Now, for a normal person, that wouldn't be that big of a deal, but (laughs) I'm not particularly practical as a human being. Didn't have all of the right parts in my car and as a result, had to enlist the help of... (laughs) Like about 42 musicians, I think <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so. Including your son, Gavin, so the, and Neil So the stupidity Stuckler. here was that you had a jack, but not the right parts to jack it up. Right. I had a jack that was probably big enough. I think ultimately it, it was ended that up jack. Just be, being big enough. Just being big enough, but not the parts to jack it up. And then Neil had a jack. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't big. He had all the right parts, but it wasn't big enough. So I think you guys ended up having to rig it with like duct tape to get it to like. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was. It ridic- was the it was most Jerry rigged thing you've ever seen. It was ridiculous. So yeah, you know that. How, ma- how many musicians does it take to change a tire? Uh, at least five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm not sure we did it right. I've got to say, it's nice to have you back, Hector. Oh man, it's good to be back. Those yeah. two weeks away, it was uh, it was murder. I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, we did all right. We managed to chug along without you, but, uh, you know, I certainly missed the banter yeah, for man. sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> all right, mate. Well, um, we have Alyssa, uh, Alyssa Marie with us today. How's it going, Alyssa? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, very well. Yeah. So um, you're a very prolific and also hardworking and young performer. So it's nice to have you here. Um, we, uh, I only know about you, like, from online. It was like... You, um, Hector, yeah, you yeah, organized this. Yeah, thing. Alyssa originally reached out to me. Um, it, was, it was probably like a month into our podcast. We had just started the podcast. Oh, and cool. We were about a month in, and she had reached out. Um, and at the time, you and I were talking about um, uh, my son Gavin and his friend doing a spinoff of the podcast with younger yeah. artists. Yeah. So I held off. Um, but they ended up not doing that um you know they or they haven't done it yet anyways and so um you know we were we were looking for more uh, artists to have on here etc i came back across her her email gave her stuff a listen and quite honestly it was fantastic Isn't so it? here yeah. she is thank you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you guys yeah it's fantastic where do you uh where do you record well um currently the past couple of songs i recorded uh, we're in Nashville at a place called Saxman Studios uh-huh. um, through one of my really good friends who's who was actually from down here. Um, she moved to Nashville. She's pursuing music, but she introduced me to the people and we recorded there. So that's oh, where everything cool. is currently getting recorded at. Well, that's great. And you're a country artist, so it couldn't be more perfect, really. I mean, where else would you go in Nashville? Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine. Even if I wasn't, I think I would probably end up in Nashville. Yeah. I love Nashville. Oh, so it's a much. great city. It's, it's so city. awesome. Now, is this through is this through a label, or are you doing just kind of do your own thing still? I do my own thing. I'm awesome. still an independent artist. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Nothing wrong with that. No, I, I at one point, 
for a couple of years I was on a label bigger than a small indie, but for the rest of all of my music career it's been either indie labels or independent. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, in the age of the internet and all of this facility at our fingertips, why would you do it any other way, you know? Yeah. Unless someone yeah. offers you an almighty amount of money or something. Right, right. <laughs> the internet is crazy, though, especially nowadays, especially with TikTok. Like, yeah. people are blowing up off TikTok right now right. with music. Totally. Do, are you finding... um. Are you playing that game? Are you are you putting stuff up on TikTok and stuff like that? I'm tr- I'm trying to. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to like find things that like would appeal to people. I guess um, I'm right. trying. I mean, yeah. my you could check out my TikTok. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. it could be better. <laughs> I tried it for a little bit, but I'm also an old man, so you know. Well, I, I think that I don't know if there is like a cutoff age. <laughs> you know I, what I, I mean? I don't know. Because well, I've got TikTok and occasionally post pictures of my cat and stuff like that, but. I'm like four years old. I'm not really sure I'm meant to well, be on. <laughs> well, I mean, as, as you know, I'm, I'm also a visual artist, you know, yeah. and, you know, painting stuff. And so I started the TikTok for that thinking like it's a visual thing. Like sure. surely people want to see little videos of my art and stuff. And, yeah. and I mean, once in a while, like, you know, I get a few hundred views on something. But outside of that, nobody ever looks at it, you know. It's, yeah, I mean, Will Smith and Kevin Hart and people like that are on it, and they're all our age. So, <laughs> so I don't think it's Yeah, either. but they're a little more popular than we are. <laughs> well, there's, there is that. There is the vast disparity in success. Yeah, yeah, but part, yeah, yeah. but yeah. You, I guess what I mean is, you know, if they can do it, then I guess that's the reason why we sure. can't. And certainly for you, our era was like, so I, when I was your age and we were doing bands, I'm, there was it no was MySpace. <laughs> well, yeah, for me, it was oh, MySpace. MySpace. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a few years younger than you, and yeah. MySpace was the yeah. first one mm-hmm. for me. And then, you know, Facebook and Instagram. But yeah, TikTok. Killbillies do have a TikTok, our band, but it's uh, it's not particularly exciting at this point in time. <laughs> I'm going to have to go after this. I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 561 Music has one. I put videos from this up on there. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, um, yeah, we have some questions we generally ask uh, everybody um, just to get a kind of bit of a, you know, behind the scenes and deeper look into you as an artist and, and the motivations behind, like, why you make music. And the first one is, um, like, why did, you, why did you start playing music? What originally got you into it? And uh, what were the kind of really first early in- influences like, you know, what was your parents listening to and stuff like that? So, um, well... Since I, I think at the age of like two, um, my parents, my mom introduced me to the Wizard of Oz. So, um, I watched that and believe it or not, I started singing like the songs from there and I was two years old and my, my parents always tell me this story on how they were like surprised that I was able to do that. So they waited a little while and, um, they always listened to country and like rock and that kind of stuff. So then when I turned six, they put me in piano lessons and vocal lessons. So ever cool. since then, I just kept doing it. I played classical piano. I still play classical piano. Um, That's awesome. Uh, and now I'm here. <laughs> Great. When did you start playing guitar? Um, I think that I started playing when I was nine or ten around right. that. Now I'm I'm turning seventeen in November now, so okay. it's going on seven years. Seven years. Okay. Uh, yeah, you play great. So I'm thank in. you. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I, I mean, I, I think it's quite a sort of classic thing to do. To did you start on the piano? Yes, I yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, that's too. yeah, that's pretty pretty standard. Yeah, and I always, you know, when I have uh, <clears throat> students and things, I generally, even if they're playing other instruments, kind of 
facilitate giving them a little bit of knowledge of it and stuff because in just in terms of understanding music it's like right there in front of you you know yeah, yeah. It, it gives a great foundation i'm like a music nerd like behind the scenes like i took ap theory my freshman year of high school yeah great um i'm so into music theory and everything too which yeah, is cool. so funny because not many people know that about me but that's oh, really interesting yeah don't double the thirds and the fifths yes <laughs> <laughs> but it, it helps with guitar i don't think i would have learned guitar as fast as i did if i didn't start with piano yeah, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did a music degree, um, which is probably about the level of your AP <laughs> theory. I imagine it was probably pretty tricky, so I might be able to keep up with you. I'm not sure. We could try someday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have a degree yet, at least. <laughs> there was, you know what, though? What I found in, in doing a music degree, the, literally the only reason I did it was so I could spend more time pursuing music it mm-hmm. just it just gave me a bit of time really yeah you know and so you know if, if just for that reason alone it's it's it was it was worth it for me because i you know i was in a band while i was doing that and stuff and kept it going so um you're still at high school right yes yeah. i'm a junior okay and um how does that you want to give a shout out to your high school i or do not <laughs> uh, I, I go to wellington community high <laughs> oh, cool. shout out to wellington <laughs> shout out yes wellington i love i've wellington. only been to wellington once and um i went to a polo match there oh it's, <laughs> well there it's, you go it's yeah. that's wellington i mean yes. you know. <laughs> very equestrian over there yeah yeah no it was really awesome though uh, um yeah i was gonna say oh yeah um the thing that i'm curious about is how do you manage school life and uh and playing out because um, you know we we're talking and say you play you play out all the time mm. in bars and things. Um, how does that uh, all fit together? I mean, sometimes like I I well I love being busy like that's just like how I always like to roll. Even if I wasn't doing music and gigs, I would still probably make myself super busy. But even days like today, like um, I had school and then I had a vocal lesson. Then I had to go back to school for a rehearsal, and then I flew here. But right. I loved that. Um, it just, you know, it all fits into place. Like, sometimes I might have to go in school a little bit late, but I always will show up just because, like, that's my job uh, as being a kid. And um, sure. I, I love it. I mean, everyone at school is really supportive of me, too, which helps oh, nice. a awesome. lot. So um, Yeah, because that could go one or two ways, and that's great that you got yeah. so much support there. Mm, all my friends are awesome. I love them. Do you have a? Is there like a music department at the school? There is. Um, I I I'm in chorus. I'm in every chorus class um, that I could possibly be in. I yeah, think great. Great. <laughs> it's great it's foundation. so awesome. Um, that's yeah. where I met all my friends. Like I love surrounding myself with people that love the same thing that I do. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. When I was at school, the uh, my school had a great music department. Um, it was like sep- separate from the rest of the school. I just spent all my time there. Mm, just yes. like lived there basically. <laughs> That's literally what I do. I- yeah. I'd rather be like I'd rather be there than like math class, of course. Sure, no offense yeah. to anyone that loves math. <laughs> uh, math is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. And um, do you have like a? Is there a sort of a studio you can mess around in or anything like that? Um, not not at my school. I mean, sometimes we have days where like we don't do anything in class, so we bring our like equipment. Like I have a focus right, so I'll bring that in my Mac and then go to school. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we did that all last year, like during like major like COVID quarantine times and stuff. So you're doing some recording and mm-hmm. stuff. Do you use Logic? I do use Logic. Yeah, yes. cool. Me too. I have a focus right and Logic also. Mm-hmm. I love <laughs> I love Logic. It's awesome. I yeah. was just talking to him about that. Yeah, I've been using Logic since there were no numbers after it. It was a long time. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, because you're old, man. 
But that's okay because I'm older, so. <laughs> yeah. no, but it was always my favorite one, even before Apple bought it. And then when they bought it, it got better. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I love it too. Um, when it comes to doing your own home recording, do you do a lot of that? I do. I mess around sometimes. Um, I do mostly like guitar vocals at home just because like um, I don't really like I don't really like sitting down and doing everything. Plus, like it's I'd rather like do guitar vocals, keep track like when I write a song, do that. And rather than like harping on getting everything right when I like I feel like someone else can do it way better than me, honestly. Like, I learned by myself, too. So I just I just tool around and look up YouTube videos. So right. Yeah. (laughs) No, I think that's how a lot of us learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was a uh, there was like a a a module at my university on recording techniques. But I'm pretty sure I taught myself 90 percent of the stuff. And, you know, maybe there was 10 percent that I learned at school. But it's um. And you're you're right, actually. It's a, when it comes to all of the sort of mixing process, adding bass and drums to it, and or, or or you know orchestrating it and stuff. It is a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of in a sense smart to focus on um, you know the actual songwriting side of it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because there's only so many hours in the day. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, you know what I mean. And what do you want to be a you know recording engineer or, or someone who writes songs. Or, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I totally get that. So talking about, uh, you know, with your your songwriting and stuff, um, we were talking earlier where um, I was asking her about all the songs that were on Spotify and, and yeah. Apple Music and all that stuff. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I hate to admit it, but I, I'm it's not... It's not that I don't like country. It's just that I don't I don't listen to it as often as I listen to other stuff. So, so when you talk country music to me, I know like the obvious artists. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I, you start going into some deep tracks or some deep, you know, like some lesser known artists, and I, I just won't know them. So, in all honesty, as I was going through your music, I wasn't sure if it was covers or originals. But she was telling me that all that stuff she has out there is all original. Yeah. So, which is amazing. I mean, you're 16 and you're you. you're, you're writing all this music. <laughs> Do you have a writing process? That's a question that I think I um, always get asked, but I'm not ever sure, like, how to answer it. Just because, like, I don't really have one. Um, It kind of depends. Like, I can be in school and just have an idea in my head and start writing it down. And then when I get home, try to put some, um, like, melody to it and everything. But um, it depends, really. Like, if I'm in a co-write, it depends also who I co-write with, what their process is. I do co-write a lot. Yeah, I love co-writing. Yeah, so it sounds awesome. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, it helps just to be able to get like another perspective if I mm. need like a different word sure. than a word that I have that I can't think of. Maybe it's infectious can. sometimes, isn't mm. it? Like, I have a couple of. Um, I mean, the, we write together, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, over the years, I've had a couple of friends who, you know, it it's greater than the sum of its parts. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like if either of us wrote a song separately, putting it together just. A- amplifies it like to the nth degree you know d- and also the speed of it because you know you'll be saying something over and over again and just miss this obvious little piece as long exactly. as you be like yeah. there it yeah. is you know mm-hmm. yeah do you ever um uh so you also have a band right the Alyssa Marie band yes and um how does that work um do you do you uh ever write with those guys I don't really, but um, when we're all doing band uh, rehearsal and practice and everything, um, they I totally like love when they put 
like input things like during my song one of my songs called you can't do that um we break out into solos and each one of them does a solo when we play live and um that was i think my drummer's idea and it's it's so awesome because like it's a great way to show off them off too because they're playing and um i love when like they input stuff and make their own thing go on in my songs too which is super fun how many pieces is your band um it's just uh three others Right. Than me, so four in total. Right. Was well, it drums and a bassist and another guitarist? Yes. Yeah. Cool. And are they are they um, all younger like you, or are they? Well, my bass player is a senior in high school. Okay. Um, my drummer and my guitar player both are, I think, sophomores in college. They're both twenty. So gotcha. um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they're all in the same age group. Yeah, I guess. awesome. Where did you meet them? Um. So, uh, one of my friends that was Seven <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> that would have been a good story, though. Um, one of my friends that was in a band down here. Uh, the drummer is his cousin, so he introduced me to him. Then I asked him if he knew anybody that played bass because we started as a tr- uh, a trio. Yes. Um, right. And. Then he introduced me to everyone else. We began to keep working, and we've been working together for a couple of years now. So really cool. That's awesome. It's Is awesome. that how long you've been playing out? How like when was the fir- when was your first gig out? You think? I think my first, the first time I ever performed, which was two karaoke tracks, was when I was like seven, seven, right. I think. So that's awesome. I've been playing out for a long while now. That's awesome. In terms of it being a kind of structured thing where you're getting paid for it and stuff, like when did that start? I don't really, I don't really know where the line um, is. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I know. It, I probably, I would say at least like maybe eleven or twelve, yeah, probably at amazing. the youngest. Yeah. Um, but back then, I didn't really pay attention to that. You know, I was sure. just well. I don't. I still don't really pay attention because I love playing and doing what I do. I would do it like in general. So yeah, um, I think it's awesome that I'm able to be be paid for doing what I love. Totally. Sure. What yeah. a wonderful way to just be growing up through it and in it. You yeah, know? no, for sure. It's really good to find you. One of the things that I, uh, <laughs> one of the things that I found a little bit um, through being so kind of music centric is sometimes all I have to write about is like I feel I feel like it gets a little bit like a circle it's like i'm writing about writing music i'm writing about <laughs> things that go the places i go when i'm playing music or the friends that i've met through music and so sometimes like um i've i've almost enjoyed it when i've had like another big thing in my life that mm. that you know has its own trials and tribulations so I actually have some sort of subject matter where do you glean your subject matter from when it comes to writing well most of my songs right now if you go on my spotify or apple music are about like relationships boyfriends i mean yeah. i do write more deep than that but that just seems to be what, all the songs i put out so far but i think it's mostly because i am a, a teenage girl in high school so sure, i do right. go through boys that are you know good and bad so i mean i write songs about it so yeah, they def- some of them definitely do know that there's songs written about them too so <laughs> and honestly that you know i said it last week um the I mean, music is born of feeling so strongly about something that you feel like you've got to write a song about it. Yeah. And, and, and what is more 
kind of moving to you, especially at your age, than than those relationships that you, you mm-hmm. form. It's just the you know, I remember when I was your age, it was life or death, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, yeah. The, the irony of it all is uh, every guest that we've had on here, we've asked them, you know, like, about their writing and how do they, you know, how do they get their subject matter and stuff like that. And they all say the same thing, you know, life experiences, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and I find that most of the songs I write are about being jilted and like, you know, being dumped <laughs> by some, you know, scorned by some horrible woman or something. But I've been happily married for 25 years. So, <laughs> so, so I write these songs and then my wife's like, so okay? where, where did that come from? Are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? <laughs> do we need to talk? <laughs> do, do you find that you... um sort of you do you ever take a situation um and kind of amplify it for sort of uh musical effect a- i think so i mean there's been situations where especially like if i'm just so hurt by it so at the time i'll be like oh like oh my gosh and then i write this like i write like a song that's like horrible and then later i'm looking back at it like wow maybe uh, like it so maybe bad. it wasn't so bad <laughs> like um yeah i mean it I, I do. I I do catch myself amplifying it, yeah. I think that um, something that, you know, people who find themselves on the receiving end of that kind of thing have to understand is that, because, that, um, you know, I've written songs about people and stuff like that over the years and have been like, geez, you know, and, and I think what, what I have to understand is there's a lot of truth in there, but sometimes, you know, you're also just trying to make it into a piece of art. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't think people should necessarily take that kind of stuff too personally. Mm-hmm. At least I hope they don't. <laughs> no, I, I think it's all like just a way of like getting your emotions out too. So totally. it's an awesome way to tell a story. How much are um, your mom and dad involved in, uh, in, in the, your musical uh, journey? Have they been and, and do they continue to be? Uh, they're involved a lot. Uh, I think my parents are very supportive and I wouldn't be able to be where I am today without them because I mean, like, really, I know that there's people whose parents like don't support them at all. And I think, um, it's awesome that, and I'm so grateful that I'm able to have parents like them. I mean, they're so majorly involved. Like my dad's sitting out there right now. (laughs) Um, I totally could have came by myself. Shout out to your parents. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I totally could have came by myself. Like I have my license in a car, but yeah. I think it's awesome that they come with me. And um, my mom is like my momager. I say, yeah, like yeah, I know sure. that's like so cliche, but nice. it's really true. Um, my dad helps me with all my music equipment and everything, and and they both help me book shows and everything, which yeah, is awesome. Well, I know quite a lot of people down here. They have a sort of a similar setup, not necessarily tons of people who are like at this point you're at so young but i know a lot of people whose parents are, are quite involved in it and i see nothing wrong with that really you know and there's definitely a difference between st- between support and kind of stifling someone you know just as long as you're on Spears. the support side of it you know <laughs> i would my parents were supportive you know they were very supportive of my music but you know i i uh I went to a boarding school, so it was a bit different. Mm, you know, yeah. It was a long way away. It's because your parents didn't like you. Mom, just kidding. Is it true? Just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, do you play a lot around? So where, what sort of venues are you playing at? So I play all around um, South Florida, Florida, and when I go to Tennessee, I play up there. Um, I play... Uh, what some venues you're at? So uh, this Friday, actually, I'm playing at Tin Roof, Delray yeah. Beach, uh, four to six. Um, this Sunday, I'm playing one to four at Old Red Orlando. Last week, I was at Old Red Orlando, or not? 
two weeks ago sorry oh, or right, right, yeah, and right. tin roof so those yeah. are two places i'm playing a lot recently it's great again um, all the way up to orlando yeah, yes it's, awesome. yeah. it's super yeah. awesome how do you well, find the gigs up there Honestly, I don't know. That's something. Well, I, I you would have to ask my mom. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh, so I guess what? Sorry, that was like a, an English turn of phrase. Like, what I meant was, um, how are you enjoying the gig up there? Is it oh. like a, do people come out and see you? What's it like? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's vibey. It's it's so awesome up there. Uh, All red. If you don't know, it's Blake Shelton's restaurant. Um, that's a country singer that you might know. Cause, I do know Blake okay. Shelton because <laughs> he's on like that. Vo- voice, the voice. The voice. Yeah. Yeah. The, just the chair turns yeah. around or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. See, I know. A little bit. I, 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 I know bit. Blake Shelton <laughs> through Gwen Stefani. Right. Yes, right. Gwen Stefani. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Gwen um, Stefani. <laughs> yeah, she are uh, they. Um, so that's his restaurant. He has uh, two in Tennessee, one in Nashville, of course, um, and then one in Florida, and then one right. in Oklahoma because he's from there. Okay. So I think it's so awesome that I got I get the chance to play there. Um, yeah. Actually, this weekend, I have, like, a whole crew of, like, people from my school, like, my friend group coming to see me. They're cool. taking a little road trip. A bunch of them just turned 18, so oh, their nice. parents are like, you can go now. I'm like, yes. Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's so awesome because that's so awesome. Like, Orlando, that's three yeah. hours away. But um, I do have people come to see me, and it's super awesome because everyone that's usually in there is country music lovers or awesome. tourists that yeah. come, like, all country up. It's it's super fun. That's so. so that sounds like a lot of fun. Give us yeah. an idea of some of the co- kind of like the area of, the, of music that you're covering. Like what? Um, give us some artists that you cover when you play. So I cover mostly country music. Sometimes I branch out. I mean, when I play Tin uh, Tin Roof, my band and I sometimes play Nirvana, which is okay. super funny because yeah. like I don't look like I would be playing Nirvana. There's something you might not know about Hector. It, for a very long time, I used here. to be in Nirvana. He was in a, a, a really great um, local and national, actually Nirvana, yeah, Nirvana, com- tribute, Nirvana band. tribute band. Really? Yeah, yeah I played bass. Yeah, I played That's ba- so awesome. Uh, in fact, Justin was our Kurt Cobain. And, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we played, yeah, we played. Uh, I think we had probably well with Justin. I probably had about a five-year run or so, and I think, but I think we had like a seven-year run total. Right. Um, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. They did great. You know that place, the Kelsey Theater around the corner. Yeah. Have been there. I've they been used there. to pack that place yeah, out, sell it, sell it out. That's so cool. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was fun. Yeah, I love rock music. That's like it's one of my top besides country. But besides yeah. um, Nirvana, I play. Um, I cover Kelsey Ballerini, some Cassidy Pope. I don't right. know if you know her. She's from around here. Um, she went to my um, high school. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, so cool. that's pretty awesome. Um, Dolly Parton. Uh, yeah. Do you play you Jolene? Yes, I do, I do play Jolene. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. It's I funny. I was waiting for you to say that. Actually. Netflix has a new uh, Dolly Parton uh, miniseries things coming out. Oh, really? It's oh, really? not about her. It's it's an eight-part series, and each one is based on a Dolly Parton song, and they and it's and it's a whole episode just like of them acting out the song. I did not know that. It's That's coming so out amazing. like in two weeks or something. I just saw the commercial for it today. I just, ironically. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, that who else? Awesome. What else are we looking at here? Um, Kelsey Ballerini. I don't know if I said that. Taylor Swift. She's right. a big one that I cover a lot. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Love her. Yeah. Um, Luke Combs. Braylon. There's some others. You got some Waylon in there? That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Oh, Raylan. Oh, Raylan. <laughs> I thought you said Waylon Jennings. I was like, wow. Okay, <laughs> no, I was like, no, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, there's some others, but I can't name them off the top of my head right now. No, Just that's some, great. Like, I just wanted to get an idea of it. It sounds like a really good night out, actually. Yeah, I'd love to come yeah. see you play sometime. Aww. Um. So uh, 
like, I mean, you're still at the age where, I mean, when I was at your age, um, people were sort of making me do it. So it doesn't, I don't know if it necessarily replies. We usually ask this to adults, but do you practice? And how much do you practice these days? I do practice. Um, I just, I just, basically, I pl- playing out like a lot. So it's mostly not practicing so much of my song set, but like just working on like my craft and everything. Sure. Um, just because like I pretty much know everything in my song set, like the back of my hand. Yeah. Like it, it's to the point where like I literally can sing it with my eyes or not my eyes, duh. <laughs> I'm like sleeping, like yeah, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So. Do you have uh, Do you have like a set a, a set time that you give yourself? Um, like, okay, today I'm, I have this two hour window, and I'm going to sit down and, and try to write something. Or do you? Or is it just when like inspiration hits and you have lyrics, or you have an idea of a melody, or something like that? I try to do that two hour window, but sometimes I get so frustrated because, I, like, usually when that when I do yeah. that, I get like major Rogers block. The it's only hard time to I force it, yeah, yeah, and the only time like I. Try try to do that is when i have like a co-writes booked because obviously i have to go to what i book (laughs) but of course i want to um i i don't know it just comes whenever like i'd rather it be like that though so i don't feel pressured um to so do you um ever go and write uh for other people have you ever done that before? I haven't. Um, no. Maybe something that I would look into doing in the future. Yeah, because when you were saying co-write, it suddenly occurred to me it didn't have to just be one direction. You know what I mean? That's true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, most of the... Uh, I think all the co-writes... Actually, there has been a couple times where I, I have helped write for the other person, but right. most of the time um, they know that, like... Uh, I'm because most of the time I'm writing with people that are writers right. for people, so gotcha. that helps a lot too. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. How do you uh, come across the people that you co-write with? Well, I am a ASCAP artist, so oh. I work a lot um, with one of my the ASCAP rep, rep, sorry representatives in Nashville. Um, she's great, love her. Um, she helps me. She helped me meet uh, some this wonderful duo of these two uh they're great um they helped me write a lot of the songs that are on spotify well the the first song that i am going to play for you guys um yeah so it's just it's just they're awesome um i meet through them i meet through people around here too that's interesting you do it through ascap i'm a member of ascap now as well every now and again i get like 10 bucks yeah <laughs> I, mean, I mean ASCAP <laughs> is awesome uh, they're yeah, my favorite yeah. go ASCAP <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah and I would ne- I'd never thought of kind of contacting them for anything like that but that's really interesting maybe um, maybe that's something I'll, I'll look into you might, yeah. have ta- might have taught me something there it's interesting mm-hmm. so um, yeah you were saying you know you work on your craft when you practice um, are you still ha- are you still what are you having lessons in these days music wise so I'm just right now I'm just taking vocal lessons right, yeah. um, just to try to keep my technique and everything in line because sometimes I catch myself slacking yeah. <laughs> like I I I breathe. Breathing is like my biggest problem. Yeah, um, right. So I I have a wonderful um, vocal coach. She teaches out of Nashville, but we do Skype lessons, obviously. So yeah. Um, but whenever I'm there, I see her. So yeah, that's cool. I uh, I'm literally doing exactly the same thing. I'm getting a, a vocal lesson again next week. It's been a while since I had one, and you know I I'm just, I kind of the same as you. Like I, I'm singing out about four times a week now, though quite yeah. a lot, mm-hmm. and um. You know, for three or four hours, and as you can probably hear, you know, it's starting. I need to really watch it. 
Mm-hmm. Like, um, it catches up with you. You know, I hate to go on about how old we are all the time, but the, um, <laughs> but especially as you get older, you know. It but we're old. As, yeah. <laughs> yes. But the, uh, that's true. Might as well just, you know. Just own it. Call it what it is. <laughs> but the, uh, the, uh, yeah, I'm I'm going back for vocal lessons starting next week to just really work on kind of solid warm ups and ways to preserve my voice. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel I feel that a lot because like going to school all day, singing in chorus, and then coming home singing, going to a gig. Like my voice is fried. Like right now, yeah. I, my voice is so tired just because yeah. like even talking I can hear it. it a little bit. And honestly, I'm the same way right now. But you know, yeah. if you use it that much, it's, mm-hmm. it's you know it's what happens. It's gonna it? happen. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You gotta be careful with it for sure. Mm-hmm. And and I took it for granted for years and years. It was only a couple of years ago when I was like, "Oh, I got to look after this." You know, up until then, I was just hadn't really thought about it. I was like, "I can sing, everything's fine." You know, <laughs> the head in the sand. But I'm good. Yeah, and I've I've been you know now just kind of woken up to the fact, "Oh, I should probably get some lessons." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love taking vocal lessons. That's I think cool. it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, do, so, do you have any sort of few, like? big plans coming up in the future got any future plans right now um well my i have a new single dropping this friday uh, october 1st which is super exciting um i'm gonna play it for you guys it's called put it down um i'm i'm so excited for it it's yeah (laughs) i just can't wait to release it what about getting out on have you uh I mean, you've already played in Nashville a bit, and you right. get up to Orlando. But um, I feel like she's got- done more by sixteen than I've done. <laughs> <laughs> done a lot. It's very yeah, impressive. It's crazy. Thank the you. Um, have you got any plans for sort of more extensive touring? Um, I have some uh, scheduled gigs coming up. Uh, they're all on like my social medias. But I'm playing the VIP area at the Jonas Brothers and Kelsey Ballerini concert which is coming up soon so I'm so excited for that like I've been a huge fan of the Jonas Brothers since I literally watched them on Hannah Montana is that that at the uh, amphitheater by the fairgrounds Mm -hmm. and Kelsey Ballerini love her one of the Jonas Brothers involved with like Allegra Miles when she was doing her uh her like sort of the voice yeah i remember mm-hmm. i remember reading some post she put up you know giving me a shout out and stuff okay that's what it was, was yeah he was he was her coach or something on the voice yeah, yeah. yeah. okay gotcha she's awesome too. yeah there's a lot of talent down here a lot of people mm-hmm. coming through and it's so great to see and it's really really heartening to see and just also how hard you're working at it too because you know like all the sort of best people in this game have all the kind of rough edges knocked off through a bit of hard work, you know, just through yeah. going through the process of doing it, playing mm-hmm. live and, you know, and, you, and, and, and spending a period of time, you know, independent and just slugging it out. So, you know, I, more power to you. You know, I really, I really hope it, it goes well for you and there's absolutely no reason why it shouldn't. And, you know, without further ado, I think maybe we should listen to you play some of these songs. Okay. Yeah, cool. So. Off like a band-aid, get it over with. Cause time won't make it easier, gotta make this quick. It's been a year and a half, and the hardest part is you can't hold on to a drifting heart. And I don't wanna hurt you, but I have to, I don't 
You'll never see my smile from your side of the screen whenever your name shows up. And you'll never know what it's doing to me and how it's making my heart drop. You know just what to do and just what to say if I'm there with you or miles away. I didn't touch my phone before you came around. I can still remember the night of our first day. No, you couldn't walk into my door because it was pouring down rain. For I could even grab my keys. You already texted me right there. I was falling in love. But when I turned around, you were already gone. You'll never see my smile from your side of the screen whenever you need and you'll never know what's doing to me and how it's making my heart drop. You know just what to do and just what to say if I'm there with you or miles away. Didn't touch my phone before you came around. Now I can't, I can't, I can't ever put it down. You know I to grab my phone boy I guess I should have known that you'll never see my smile from your side of the screen whenever your name shows up and you'll never know what's doing to me and how it's making my heart drop you know just what to do and just what to say if I'm there with you or miles away didn't touch my phone before you came around my phone before you came around. Our first sponsor um, this week is Paddy Mac's Restaurant, and um, it can be found in the Garden Square Shopping Centre, and that's um, North Military Trail, um, Palm Beach Gardens. And now, we have been playing at Paddy Mac's for 10 years at least. Um, once a month. Once a month, yeah. yeah. And, and it is and, just... And every St. Patrick's Day. And every St. Patrick's <laughs> Day for at least the last four years. Yeah. And um, uh, Hugh... At um, Paddy Max has just been such a supporter of our band over the years. Huge, and, yeah, and you know we can't thank them enough. And, and the fact that he's supporting <clears throat> folk music and traditional music and um, keeping that alive down here, I don't think people realise how important just the people that run these bars who decide to have music are. Yeah. Because you don't have to have music, and the fact that he does have music. Is just huge for the just for the scene in general, and and for the bands he chooses, and, and and the style of music that you know he's keeping in his own sort of way. He's keeping like you know Irish folk music alive in Palm Beach Gardens, just sure. by, just by I having know, bands absolutely. like that play. Absolutely, it's, it's really important. Now, aside from being such a music advocate and great guy, <laughs> um, 
the food the is food amazing. Is amazing. <laughs> it's really good. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really cool in there. It's, you know, you get Irish pubs and Irish pubs and you get Irish pubs where it's really kind of leprechaun and, and kind of plastic patty and kind of cheesy. And then you get ones that actually feel like a pub in Ireland. Sure. It's just got a really good vibe. And that's Paddy Max. Yeah, that's Paddy Max. For absolutely. sure. Yeah. It's a really cool place. And, you know, obviously it comes with a fully stocked bar, so there's no messing around there. So if you want to, you know, go in there, get a pint of Guinness, have some of his amazing food and um, watch some good music. Um, Paddy Max is, is the spot you should go to. It's a real cool spot. Um, all right. Our, our next sponsor is Harmony Management. Now, Harmony Management is a company run by um, our very good friend, Mary Mandel. Um, she's looked after Kilbillies um, over the years. Um, and just me, um, individually, has been a huge um, supporter of me and yeah. helping me with just in general the... the um, the day-to-day stuff and admin of, of being a musician, she's really, really helping me with that stuff. Um, and I've got a little paragraph here. So, does it overwhelm you to walk into your small business or home office? Sometimes all you need is a little help. And that's where Harmony Management Group can help you. Offering anywhere from just a few hours, a week of office help for basic office tasks like filing and organizing, to full-service business offerings like bookkeeping, payroll, tax services, data entry, scheduling, invoices, and much, much more. She is slowly becoming the go-to accountant for artists and musicians because of her understanding of the music and art business. She can service all of your business needs and tailor plans specific to your business spectrum. There is no need to stress and worry about the little things in your business, or the big things for that matter. Take a deep breath and call Mary at Harmony Management Group at 561-420-5652. That's Mary at Harmony Management Group at 561-420-5652. And tell her that Ben and Hector from 561 Music sent you. You won't be disappointed. And in fact, you'll be relieved you did. Let Harmony Management Group put the zen back in your life. Yeah, right. yeah. Mary's, uh, Mary's uh, aces in my book, man. She's, yeah, she, she takes care of us for sure. Yeah. So yeah. She's had our backs and we can't thank her enough for that. Yeah. And finally, we've got... Um, Handlebars Bar and Grill. Now, this place um, is is something of a uh, a family endeavor. My father-in-law uh, reopened it. it. Used to be called Judy's, and it's a biker bar in Tequesta, and is a really cool spot. It's been there for a really long time, and all we really did um, when we took it over was clean the place up. It was getting a bit tatty, and um, you know. Chill down the beer, turn on the AC, fix the roof. <laughs> we made a patio in the front and uh, and reopen it. And uh, we tried to keep as much of the original charm as we could. And uh, I think we succeeded. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely yeah, got yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Cold beer. Yeah. Uh, you know, good food. Yeah. Burnsy in the kitchen. Take yeah. care of everything. So, yeah. yeah. It, um, He's it's a just, character. Yeah. <laughs> it's full of characters. Yeah. The one thing that Handlebars has is character. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. By the spade. So, you got you should go in there and check it out. There's a bike night every second Thursday from 6 to 9, and we have bands playing that. And then there's also music on Saturdays from 6 to 9 and on Sundays from 4 to 7. And, yeah, it's just a cool spot. You should come check it out, have a beer, get some food. And, um, you know, if you're a biker, obviously come on your bike, come and check out all the other bikes. There's always some really neat ones there, old British ones and stuff like that. And uh, there's also been known to be really interesting classic cars pull up too. It's, you know, it's a, it's a place for sort of petrol heads of all kinds. So, uh, yeah, come check it out. All right. 
So getting back to it, um, Alyssa Marie, could you tell us a little bit about the two songs that you played? Yes. Um, the first one that I played is a unreleased song that I just recently wrote. So I haven't played it out that much, but it's called Break It Fast. And I basically wrote it about a relationship that I was in that I was having a really hard time just like just letting go of it because it had already gone downhill and I just felt really bad um, about breaking the person's heart just because like I knew I was going to have to do it eventually and I just needed to do it fast um, because it was something that needed to happen. Please tell me you didn't say, um, I still love you. I'm just not in love with you anymore. <laughs> it's it's uh, not you. It's me. I didn't oh, say wait, that no. line. Oh, no, wait. It is you. <laughs> I didn't say that line, but similar. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a huge deep well of um, inspiration, love, and loss, and, uh, and all of the sticky things that go along with that. So, yeah, yeah it's mm. hard to get that. Um, what, what about the second one? The second one is actually the song that I am releasing on all music platforms this Friday. It's called Put It Down. Uh, it's complete opposite of Break It Fast. It's basically about not being able to put your phone down because your crush won't text you back fast enough. Right. And that's something that like I struggle with nowadays. And I think a lot of people do um, because they have that one special person and they're attached their, to their phone, but they sure. cannot put it down, especially when the person doesn't text them back because yeah. like they're just waiting and waiting. Um, I tell you what, you know, we're, the the our version of that was you'd have to literally wait by it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? I do. That is funny. Or or uh, or the that went through the pager phase, you know. Where you're, oh yeah, you're, you're cruising along and the pager goes off, and then you're like <laughs> scrambling to find a payphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, sad. Was sad days. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, I feel like the the, the tele- hanging on the telephone. That's a classic, Blondie. You know, it's a great. Um, Here's the thing. Our lives just revolve around these things now. Yes. Oh, 100%. And, and having, you know, a song about it is only natural because it's just, it, like, what are we? It's like your right arm these mm-hmm. days, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, you lose your phone. I've, 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 heard, uh, I've heard a friend of mine actually, and I, and I quote, he said he would rather leave the house without his underwear than without his phone. And, <laughs> and that makes 100% sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, like, if I, I mean, honestly, if I left without my phone, I would probably drive 20 miles back to the house to, just to get my phone. I know. It's getting pretty brutal. In fact, you know, I think somewhere in my future is going to be a week or two without one. I've got to do it, you know, but it's recalibrate. Hard, but, it, but it's hard when you're like you and I, that we run businesses or one of the podcasts or whatever, you have to be LinkedIn and social media. And, you exactly. know, Alyssa, you're, you're doing, you know, your music thing and whatever. You've got to constantly be posting and constantly engaging people. Otherwise, it, it doesn't take much. I mean, <clears throat> you're constantly engaging them and they're constantly, you know, checking it out and looking at it and you're getting fans and whatever. All it takes is for you not to post for a week and you feel like you've dropped off the map. Yeah, and I always try. I always say, like, um, I'm going to, like, take a cleanse, like, not go on social media, like, delete it. And I'm like, I can't. People think you died. Yeah, (laughs) They're like, like, what happened to her? Where'd she go? (laughs) Is it you who – do you have any help with your social media or is it you who does most of it? I do. I have some people that help me, but it's mostly me. Everything's, like, authentic. And I'd I'd rather be in control just because, like – it's it's my social media. It's me. I want people sure, to see sure. what I do rather than what people that do it for me post. And yeah, you can tell when it's a step removed. For oh sure. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a difference mm-hmm. without a doubt. Like um, so 
Do you, do you have a, like, what's going on with Reverb Nation these days? Do you have a Reverb Nation? I do have a Reverb Nation. I'm not right. sure what's going on with it right yeah. now. Um, like, what sort of music sites are you currently, like, using that uh, maybe I wouldn't sort of know about? Is there anything, any, any kind of stuff out there that that's new or anything like that? We've got our stuff on Bandcamp and Spot. Do you use Bandcamp? I haven't heard of that. I don't think a lot of people are using that anymore. No? Yeah, not, gotcha. not a lot. Um, right. I, I feel like most of the artists we've had on here have had websites, which you have. I do yeah. have a website. And then they're on Spotify, they're, yeah, they're on Spotify mm-hmm. Apple Music, you know, all that, yeah. you know, Amazon Music, et cetera. Man. What about Spotify? Aren't they crooks? It's unbelievable. Pay us <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, more money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's quite nice because everyone has it and you can listen to like any music wherever well, you go. Well, there goes any chance of getting Spotify as a sponsor. <laughs> oh, whatever. I wouldn't want it, man. I wouldn't want it. I'll use it, but that's about as much. As I'll it. take it, but <laughs> but I don't want it. <laughs> I don't. Don't worry. I don't think we're. Uh, I don't think we're. I don't think I'm unique in having a slightly dim view of Spotify. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you got any gigs coming up then? I do. Um, I have one this Friday at Tin Roof, and right. then. Um, uh, that's from 4 to 6 p.m. ESC. And then um, this Sunday uh, at Old Red Orlando, 1 to 4 p.m. ESC. Okay, cool. It's It's been so nice to meet you. The You know, like, we, everyone that we get on here is, I mean, it's it's mostly kind of like, you know, people our age or a little bit younger who just have been, you know, like they write their own music, but they're just hitting the bars and, 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 play, and playing around the area. And... It's really actually pretty exciting to meet someone who, uh, although I'm sure it feels like you've been doing it for a really long time, you're really kind of at the beginning of More your of journey. More of a rising star status than, yeah, than yeah. somebody's you're, been oh. grinding, grinding away for a while, I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah. You're really at the beginning of your journey, and, you know, and, and it's, it, you know, I'm excited for you. Right? Thank right? you. Right when we're watching her a couple of years from now on the Billboard Music Awards, we'll, <laughs> yeah, be, yeah. we'll be like, "Hey, we had her first. Oh, <laughs> we had her guys. on her first. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, do, what are your sort of ideas about um, kind of future? Do you think you'll end up moving to Nashville? I do. Um, the my main college choice is up there uh, in right. Murfreesboro. I want to try to go to Middle Tennessee State, uh, right. MTSU. I, so you're going to go to college, then you think? You I want that. to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, that, that's a, I, you know I think that's sensible. I you know, you I, gonna I major in space engineering or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, biology. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, definitely not. I, I mean, are you um, thinking a music major? Or? Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I, wanna, I did, and I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I want to major in music business. Just, oh, great! Uh, yeah. That so. is a, a fantastic idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, because you get everything, and um, MTSU has a amazing music business and music program there. Like, they yeah. have a bunch of um, alumni that are country singers that, like, cool. late, uh, um, the lead singer of Lady A okay. uh, is from there. So oh, okay. she went there. Chris Young. Yeah, having a, having a business, a music business degree is probably the smartest thing any any young musician can do if they're going to go to college. Because yeah, or some kind of multimedia business kind of something because yeah. it just rounds you out. You, you know, you're already doing the music thing. You've already got the talent and stuff, and and so it just rounds you out that much more and gives you. Well, gives look at Jacob Tackers. That's what he did. It, he's, it gives you a good yeah. head on your shoulders where you yeah. know, like a label's not going to step in and, and just screw you basically because you you're you're in the business at that point. You know, yeah. you you know. What you're doing i think the funny thing about a, a music contract though in general is that i don't think there is a good one like everyone i've spoken oh, no. to is like when you get you know you get handed a music contract they're, they're, they're always awful 
Uh, you know, and I think the long, the more independent you can be, the better. You know, and that's why I think that what you're doing already, you know, yeah, who knows, it could turn out to be enough. Maybe you would never have to, you know. Well, we've had people on here people. like uh, uh, Sierra Lane. Oh yeah. yes, okay, yeah. yeah, love her, love mm-hmm. her. She's amazing. Um, and uh, like she was telling she's us, like, she's got labels, but not labels that are like fully under contract with like her. Promotional They're, team. They yeah. just they just do the the promotional for her. She still is an independent artist, but mm-hmm. they kind of you know they they do some promotion stuff for her for her music, and, and yeah. that's kind of a win win. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, it's like a little bit of a team behind you, but I mean, we're gonna. I don't know if they're completely gone, but gone pretty much are gone. The days where they give you a huge chunk of change to record an album and then you spend the rest of the time recouping it and i think the reason why that model is gone is because it's very difficult to recoup these days i mean you know it's like you know like i was talking about spotify paying you 0.002 cents a play it's like no it's very difficult to sell music in this day. Well, and age, it's because you know? nobody buys music anymore. You know, right. gone are the days of you know buying a, a an album for fifteen dollars or a CD for fifteen dollars or, or whatever the media was at that time. You know, yeah. um, gone are those days. Even digital people don't buy music anymore. They they you know even on Apple Music, I don't buy music. I pay nine dollars a month or whatever it is for nine ninety nine for Apple Music, and I have an unlimited uh, access to any song that they have. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, you know, I guess the new model is more like you're looking for syncs getting you know tv things and stuff like that yeah, and yeah. um and then really your music is just a advertisement for your live show you sure know what i mean sure yeah. and when you get to that point your your touring is going to be where your money's at mm-hmm. you know yeah and merch exactly yeah, yeah. merch <laughs> which is why this last couple of years was so terrifying for musicians because you know over the last 20 years the Re- the, actually, selling records is dissolved almost completely, and then yeah. and then weren't allowed to play either. It's like, well, what are we, what are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was scary. So thank God some shows are coming back. Exactly, yeah. I'm so I'm so glad. Yeah, it's been funnily enough for for Kilbillies, it was quite useful because um, it was just at a time when we were in a little bit of a period of flux and change anyway. Um, and uh, and it gave us a bit of a chance to regroup and sort of head back out there into the world. And um, like, did you find that? Did you find that period of time was sort of fruitful in terms of writing? I did. Um, I experienced a lot since um, like March. Well, probably starting in February 2020, and then everything went downhill from there. Sure. sure. Um, but it like it like that. It really helped me understand like how much like i really love what i do too especially because like for like i don't even know how long but i wasn't going anywhere doing anything just sitting there even school like the fact that i like like well not that i don't like school but you know i i don't like doing school work don't worry about it you're not alone (laughs) no I, (laughs) i like dreaded like not going to school yeah i like that, like now, I love school. I'm a, yeah. I love school. Like I can't wait to school, go to school tomorrow. Okay, that's awesome. Um, that's awesome. It's like I like. You know just, what though? You, you have just such a thing figured out in your life that I can see why going to school at this point is kind of fun. Yeah, it's sort of like you know it's not going to last forever, mm-hmm. and you got and you got this whole other side that you just just charging forward like yeah. a like a juggernaut you know yeah. so it's like i see why just having that school on the it's almost like school's on the side at this point yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah. Im- really impressed with uh with your your whole situation yeah Thank and, you. and you know said it said it said it before but uh 
I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so you much. A, Thank you. Quick Kill Billy's uh, shameless plug. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, what, what we, are we playing? What do we got going on this weekend? We've got uh, Fri- Friday night, we're playing at O'Shea's, yeah. uh, 9 to 1. Yep, yep, uh, yep. West Palm, downtown West Palm. Um, Saturday, we you guys are doing a duo. You yeah. and James are doing a duo at uh, uh, Square Grouper. That's it. Jupiter Inlet. Yeah. Um, Saturday night, we're playing at Carson's Tavern in yep. uh, Stewart. Yeah, Carson's Tavern. That's a fun one. We I just love played that right one. in the corner of the restaurant, and and you know that sometimes <laughs> the gigs nuts. like that are People weird. People get nuts there, man. It's they fun. get crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's they a fun place. Crazy. That's a fun place. And get the drink on off at Carson's. And then uh, and then Sunday you're doing uh, solo, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Pirates Cove. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah in the afternoon, three to six. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It should be. It's going to be a fun weekend. And um, what are you doing this weekend again? Um, Friday at Tin Roof when uh. Four to six, and then yeah. um, all red Sunday, Orlando. Oh my gosh, sorry, all red Orlando, one to four p.m. That's on awesome, Sunday. good stuff. Well, um, thanks for coming on, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I just really hope everything goes well for you, and I'm sure it will because um, you've got exactly the right attitude. As I was saying before, relating to my car, you make your own luck in life, <laughs> and you know, and you, the, the kind of work you put in, and the, the approach you had to it. it you know, you're making your own luck, so I'm sure you're yeah. going to do great. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you guys for having me, too. Yeah. I had so much fun. Wish yeah, you the best. And uh, anybody that's listening, uh, you know, ch- check out the uh, check out the episode. Check out um, the, in the show notes. We'll have uh, we'll have Alyssa's uh, website and Spotify link and Apple Music and anywhere else that we can find you. Um, we'll put the link to your new single that you're dropping as well. Um, we'll put all that stuff in there. So, yeah, if anybody's uh, you know looking for any more information on for you, it, it'll be right in the show notes. So, yeah. Awesome. Thanks a lot for Thank coming you. by. Thank you. See ya. Yeah. <laughs>